0: up wrestling friends and family welcome to another killer edition of chat grappling cheat pops with me jb the best chris in all of wrestling podcasts mr chris dread and our very special guest it's Alyssa. how you doing i'm all
1: right guys thank you for having me
0: on this is this is something like we have you know our views are pretty much aligned on x or twitter or whatever you want to call it and yes yeah. sweet jesus we we approached you about this and you said it was you know it was cool to come on and everything like that and we said let's hope something fun happens in in between the time that we've asked you and now and sweet lord tony boy, oh, to boy did mind. it
1: he delivered
2: i mean that guy some people needs will to say that, off, that he constantly yeah. delivers yeah some people will say that he does, car, he he's constantly delivers in in every way shape and form he possibly can <laughs> We're not those people that would say that, but he has definitely come through this week.
1: Yeah, he comes through. He comes through at the times we need him to. And, you know, wrestling is another thing entirely.
0: It's been a week and a half.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Damn, Tony's Tony's gone nuts. He got upset that Jinder Mahal has a WWE world title shot this coming Monday It for reference. It is Sunday here in the UK. It's already Monday in Australia. Has Tony Khan, like, created any more scandal? Like, you, I know you're ahead of us in time. He might have already said something.
1: Oh, in the future? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Unfortunately, not yet. But I am monitoring his Twitter activity thoroughly. And I will let you know if my future holds any exciting news for us.
2: I think um Daniel Bryan should probably be monitoring his Twitter activity, to be fair. um I think, I you know... The, the fines that have been chucked around i wonder how much money he's fined old uh, tk
1: i have a feeling he's uh discluded from the uh whole fining thing
2: <laughs> not good mate everyone should be treated equally um you know everybody
0: who, should I'll adhere to the handbook you're right that's
1: right
2: everyone that's right everyone should be you know the employee handbook is for everybody all right including tony khan even though not yep. everybody might have a copy of it Everyone should and adhere to it.
1: Who, yeah. gave, who gave you Some that? Some people copy can't because? recall signing anything.
2: That's right. I, you know, nuts. Absolute nuts. I've got that one straight from Tony Khan. As you know, we're quite good friends, uh, JB.
0: Oh boy. Yeah. You and him.
2: Well like that, mate. Such and we're like such, like that. Yeah. Every time he comes Two over. To... In a pod. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I've tr- we've tried, Alyssa, right? We've tried to give him sort of few pointers, a little bit of advice and that, you know, we we have been called bitter and jealous, you know, because of our um, sort of advice to Tony Khan. And we thought that maybe around Christmas time, he might have been visited by the Ghosts of Wrestling, past, present and future to sort of get some kind of, have some epiphany or whatever. But he's gone the other way and he's he's lost his mind. I mean, what what would you say sort of, I know we're saying gin, the ginder situation, but it's just, to me, it's like Tony Khan is just a sort of, He's one of these wrestling, like, he's a shit poster. An old school wrestling mark fucking shit poster, which is great.
1: He is. He used to spend his time on the message boards and owning a company has not changed that about him. He still wants to be a fan and shit post and act like everyone else on Twitter, which, I mean, some could say is very unprofessional.
2: I think the employee handbook would also agree. And that is yeah,
1: unprofessional. Yeah. Any CEO of a company would probably agree.
0: We're not we're not averse to the odd shit post here and there, let's be honest. We
1: Absolutely. Have,
2: did yeah, you see my one yesterday, the Jeremy Kyle one about the Toffee Chris Brackbar? I did. <laughs> I, I mean, come on, that's fucking old school British classic TV right there, mate. I saw it and I was like, that's going on the Twitter. I don't care. Everyone's watching TNA hard to kill. I'm gonna fucking just jump in there. Smash on a little Jeremy Carl video just to sort of cleanse everybody's palate, you break know I mean? it up a bit. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Uh, Alyssa, you're going to be in Perth for Elimination Chamber. I am. Did Did you get one of those really expensive seats?
1: I mean, they're all pretty expensive because the Australian dollar is fucked. But you know, I got decent seats. I got pretty good seats. I didn't get floor seats, but I got pretty good seats. Um, I'll be able to see everything, and I'll be happy with that. And you can see I'm going to be there. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm very excited. <laughs> we don't get uh, very many shows out here at all. <laughs> so, you
2: know, I'm very keen. You might be lucky. You might even get Jungle Boy because I saw him rip up his um, AEW contract. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. you might be lucky. <laughs>
1: You know, I would only consider myself lucky if we were to see CM Punk punch him in the ring. That would be good, yeah. like, for real, as a shoot. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would rather eat real glass than watch him perform. He would insist on real glass
2: as well, obviously. So... Yeah,
1: obviously, because why would you use fake glass? I mean, that that's just not even dangerous. Why would you do that?
0: Come on, guys. let's Let's be fair to homeless Jack Perry. Like, it was is a hell of a look he brought out last night at New Japan's what whatever the show was called I can't remember now, but I was too busy watching TNA sorry oh, I'm not I sorry. did
1: not watch either uh, I know what happens on all of them but I did not watch either uh, yeah Battle of the Valley, Perry. I'll give him credit I didn't realize that he could grow a beard quite that uh voluptuous. <laughs>
2: It was quite a mass of foliage that he had on his face.
1: It was. I wasn't aware that he could grow it. I didn't think the kid was capable of it, but clearly he is.
2: He's grown up since Wembley. Do you know what I mean? Since he's had the scrap um, with C M Punk, TK feared for his life, he's manned up, obviously.
1: I know. think you have to after you get choked out in a backstage locker room. That's right. Like you <laughs> kind of just have to. Yeah,
2: that's it. He's gotta fucking get on with it, you know, knuckle down.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, got to get your shit together.
2: It's it's quite funny though. I mean, not funny, but I'm um, talking about a show in Australia. There's there's quite a few sort of. I think Australia's got a, a fairly um, long history of your sort of independent wrestling shows. You had years ago. Yeah. You had like the WCW, like in Australia, um, and it mm. had like a fucking shitload of guys, and it had like sort of. I saw um. There's like an article in a wrestling magazine and in some newspapers about you know in the late seventies and eighties and stuff what was going on there. So it's nice that um Australia's getting a, a fairly big show and some of your top yeah. talents right now are actually Aussies. So yeah, you know it's um it's fucking fucking a you know I'm happy for you. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be a great show I think as well. You know they're hopefully gonna pull all the stops out. WWE always seem to sort of do well in those international markets. So, and you get to see. Yep.
1: Well, our government is apparently paying a shit ton of money to WWE. So you'd hope that they'd pull out all the stops, you know, but the crowds, I think the most exciting thing about in terms of watching the international shows is the crowd. They're so much more alive. They're so much more reactive and it's because they're not, Spoiled with every single show ever, so I think being part of that is going to be really exciting for me. I think watching it back on TV is going to be fun. I hope that everyone is enthusiastic and has fun. Um, yeah, because I remember watching uh, was backlash that they did in Puerto Rico, and I mean that's still part of the US technically, but it's a they don't get shows, and that was really fun to watch the UK shows, fun to watch. The crowds are great. The cards are usually pretty damn good. So, yeah, I'm keen. I'm very keen. And I think Australia is a little overdue in terms of getting something big (laughs) because we had Super Showdown in 2018, I want to say, I think.
0: You had had the Global Warning Tour in like 2002, I think. Yeah, something like that.
1: Yeah. So we get, you know, events few and far between. So I think it's good we're finally getting something big. And with punk back, which is, you know, my kryptonite when it comes to wrestling. <laughs> I can't get enough of punk. Um, punk back and then Roman's up in the air, I guess, but whatever.
2: But <laughs> what when, when when is it in Australia? What's the date of it? When it
1: Twenty fifth of February.
2: Yeah, so not you've got um, about yeah, about a month or so, six weeks or something till the show, right?
1: Yeah. I uh, I posted the other day, I was like Nobody pissed this man off between now and then, please.
0: As a big CM Punk fan, like, this, were you part of like the AEW fandom when he joined or was it something you sort of ignored or left to it?
1: it? With AEW, I mean, I gave it a fair crack of the whip at the start. I actually, I didn't mind it at the start. I enjoyed several components of it. There were things that I always didn't like uh, just because Tony Khan books certain <laughs> wrestling that I'm not a fan of personally. But as it pertains to CM Punk, when he came in, I was excited. I mean, I watched that first Rampage episode and I watched a couple after that and then I never watched it again, just for the record. But I think that's what most people did with Rampage. When Punk came in, it was exciting. It freshened things up a bit. I loved his feud with MJS. I loved his matches. There were a few, you know, things that were a little bit iffy, but... And then the Elite stuff happened. And AEW flipped to the point where I was more interested in the drama backstage than I was in the product. And for me, that's a red flag. I think for everyone, that's a red flag. So I stayed on board for watching what Punk did, and I slowly lost interest in everything else. And there's been a few things here and there that have been good. Like, I'm not saying nothing is good and it's all shit. Like, that's not true. I've enjoyed what Spurs doing recently. Yeah, the stuff with Punk certainly soured me, I can say that. So I was already a fan, I became more of a fan, and then she'd hit the fan, and I was not so happy. And Now here we are.
2: Well, I mean, we, we've said on the show, from when the drama all sort of started, if, if Tony Khan yeah. was kind of a half-decent booker and had a pair of fucking bollocks, he would have actually took control of the situation and made some money mm-hmm. off it. But he couldn't yeah. feel his own ass with his own hands. He's like... It's alien to me how he hasn't made he didn't make any money off the elite punk sort of thing and just get them together and go, Right, you're a bunch of wankers, but we're gonna mm-hmm. make some money off this. You're all gonna do well off it. It can draw. Let's 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 do this. But he didn't.
1: Because he lets the inmates run the asylum. Yeah. I mean, as a boss, you should just be like, sit these guys down in a room and be like, Look, you work for me, you're under contract with me. Now, we can explore alternatives to that if you don't wish to do what you're damn told. But treat them like kids. If they're going to behave like kids, you treat them like kids. You tell them what they're going to do or they get punished. Simple. And he didn't do that because he has no balls. That's really all it is. He can't say no to people. Yeah. I mean,
2: we said, was it, JB? Literally to the fucking word, exactly how we put it.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I mean to be fair, one of our episodes is called "Tony Khan is a pussyhole," so I don't know. Like, yeah, Yeah. we 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 really should like get better names for these episodes.
2: We're quite creative with the (laughs) titles, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, let's be fair. I mean, and he is a pussyhole, so I mean, let let's be honest about it. He is a a I think pussies
1: are stronger than Tony Khan,
2: honestly. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I'm being quite disrespectful to pussyholes, really. Yeah, you are. um, Yeah, I'm very offended. Tony Tony yeah. can't is not even um, you
1: know he, but It's just he, a mud hole. He's easily you know squashed and squished, and he's just easily sunk, and he just can't rise up above it. He's a mud hole.
0: It's a it's a nightmare, isn't it? Like and obviously Tony went on one of his famous rants uh, with regards to Jim Hall, But my my big bug in all of this was the rushing to the defence of tony it was some of the accounts they i mean they were missed they were i mean your comments in our comments it was it was great absolutely great it was Mm -hmm. so sad to watch but oh yeah it's just yeah it's just more fuel to keep us talking this this shit about it really it's
1: pretty much people are going to be able to stop talking about it until he gets his shit together and i don't see him getting his shit together if he didn't learn from the fallout of his meltdown around NXT Dynamite, like that, the whole Title Tuesday shit. If he didn't learn from that and how that makes him look, then he's never going to learn. So this was inevitable. Any other Twitter meltdown he has is inevitable. It's just who he is, and he can't control himself. He's a child, and he's a very rich child.
2: Uh, but <laughs> that—that's the issue as well because he's not got anyone sort of. He, because he's got no decorum himself, he needs someone to sort of guide him in a way which can say to him, "Look, tone, don't do that, mate. You know, let let's you know, let's sort of build on it in this way, or let's spin it in this way, or let's do this." He, he he's got to have people that work for the Jags. He's got to have people that work for Fulham. These are big corporations that have hundreds of of staff, and they will have um social media people they will have hr people they will have sort of you know these cuz what what is it it's the optics of what he does mm. It's not yeah. good for the company and in any yeah, employee handbook yeah exactly it will say anything that you do whilst representing the company that brings us in a negative light or brings the company into disrepute is like a a punishable offense if you've got people mm-hmm. that work for you that are going online and making a fool of themselves and and, and making the company look like a fucking complete mockery of a company then they're going to get pulled up but there's no one there for Tony because he's the boss he's the guy with the keys, he's the guy with the checkbook, who's going to pull him up they're all yes men
1: well you see I have people who I've spoken to backstage people who I consider friends they've all said like there's plenty of people who could tell him this, there's plenty of people who totally would but He doesn't listen. So it's like, what's the point? It's the same story with the talent. They don't listen when veterans try to tell them, you know, what to do, what not to do, all of that. that. Tony's the exact same. He fosters Mm. that environment because he's exactly like that. He doesn't listen. And there's people who won't tell him what he needs to hear because they are yes men or they want a check. Mm. But there's plenty back there who think the things that we think, who would gladly say say it to him, but they're just not in a position to be able to. Because he doesn't, you know, (laughs) little tangent here. But the other day, I was looking through Tony Khan's likes on Twitter after he had that meltdown. I was looking through his likes. And they are all things that are enabling his behavior. Things like, oh, I'm so glad we have a boss of a major wrestling company who is like the old school message board shit posters. He would like things specifically that enable his behavior. He doesn't want to hear otherwise. That's why he behaves in the way he does because he doesn't have to listen. He won't listen. That's cool with him because he has billions of dollars from his dad. It's nothing to him. So I don't think it matters who's backstage at this point if he won't listen. You could have all the talented and knowledgeable and business-like professionals in that locker room and it wouldn't matter. Well, I don't know.
0: Here's the, here's the thing with the, the professionalism. I don't know if you've noticed like this past, like, especially this week in particular, yeah. other talent, staff, all getting really pathetic on Twitter, mm-hmm. ex, whatever you want to call it. Like, especially, who was yeah. it? The bald one from FTR, Dax.
1: Dax.
0: You know, his. I'm saying his say little... he tweets,
1: because he has me blocked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it yeah. was the other one. Uh, Will Washington getting upset because someone criticised his yeah. booking. Like, why would that bother you? You're the book if you're booking a part of the team, like just fucking get on with it. Like what is yeah. one ridic- one shit poster gonna do? Like nothing. It doesn't doesn't affect him in any way. But he need he felt the need. He had to come back to it. It's like this is what Tony is yeah. cultivating within eight yeah, like, days. Yeah. Go nuts on Twitter if you like. Go, you know, it's it's really sad to watch. It's
1: unless go nuts on Twitter. Unless you're saying bad stuff about my company, in which case you'll get blind. You can't oh, yeah. just say whatever you want. But you can go nuts on Twitter if it's in my defense because I'm a child who can't handle it. That's what it is.
0: I mean, why, That's why really Why, why did, Dax bo- why did uh, FTR bald
1: black block you? I don't know. I don't say anything bad about FTR because I like FTR. His attitude recently seemed to have switched. Like Ever since he re-signed with AEW, he's very much on the defense and he's very much stooging. And I think Matt it's probably Hardy. just seen one of my tweets that rubbed in the wrong way. Yeah, yeah
0: you I'm don't locked go now. not
1: for Matt Hardy, do. You? No, you never go for Matt Hardy. That's
2: like a red flag. Don't do that, mate. His misses, uh, apparently on TikTok and whatnot, is going a bit wild as well. I don't know if what? that's. Epi- but again, people, yeah, they're they're just like, oh no, it's a work, it's a work. She's she's coming, she's coming into the wrestling world. It's a work. It's like I don't know, you. Know. I certainly hope not.
1: <laughs> Although he is much. Matt Hardy and Robbie are enough of attention whores to do that. Like, I can see them doing that, but I don't think it is. No, I don't Why anymore. would you do that yeah. as a work? Why would you do it? And then you got Jeff Hardy on Instagram saying certain things about being trapped on Rampage and that he would prefer Dynamite, which could be a work in terms of, like, advertising the show but working into your character, but it's kind of weird to then put down all of the other programming saying we prefer dynamite we're trapped on rampage to me that's kind of weird as an advertisement like
0: i reckon he preferred smackdown to be fair but you
1: know yeah
2: well he can't even do a fucking springboard at the moment mate he can't even like oh they're done yeah it's so sad for me like i yeah you know fucking matt matt hardy was uh sorry jeff hardy was like one of my favorite wrestlers at, at a certain time, you know, because he and I'm a huge TNA mark as well. When he was fucking despite yeah. the whole sting situation and the match and that, he did have some fantastic matches in, in TNA, you know, just to see what's yeah. going on now. Like he's
1: fucking, so easy man. to like. Yeah. He was always so easy to like and he was the one who was the more exciting in terms of the in-ring stuff out of yeah. the Hardies. He was yeah. always the more engaging one. And to see what's kind of happened over the years, what he's put his body through and what that has cost him now is just sad to watch. Yeah, my interest in watching the Hardys has been gone for quite some time now. With Jeff, I've always got this anxiety in the back of my head that he's going to hurt himself and then he's going to, you know, fall off the wagon again. That's always like the thing. When I see him in the ring, I'm always anxious because of that. But yeah, same story with me. I love Jeff Hardy. He was one of my favourites at one point. And now it's just not great to watch.
2: But,
0: yeah. Spe- speaking of getting anxiety about someone getting hurt, let's
2: right. talk about, let's talk mm. about Sting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say, we that could also talk off. about Soraya yep. as well. People well, are sort of mm-hmm. counting how many... But She was pissing and moaning the other day, saying, oh, it's weird how people are counting how many bumps I have in a match. And it's like someone commented... It's because like, you
1: don't have a neck. Yeah, That's it's like... like God forbid
2: someone gives a fuck that you're actually going to break your neck and cripple yourself in the ring. Like, Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Like, I think wrestlers who come back from stuff like that really have to just have it in their minds that people are going to speculate. They're going to be concerned. All of that kind of thing. Because it's serious shit. Like, neck shit is not a joke. Everyone freaks out about neck shit for a good reason. And wrestling with a their- pre-damaged neck is not a great thing so you know I think that should be like a little bit more understanding when the fans are concerned about that sort of thing and then the sting situation that's twice now in the span of a couple of months where he has whacked his head on the concrete that is concerning to me and honestly, I'm glad that he's having his final match soon because I don't want to see that end badly. I would rather him get out of there as quick as possible, get out of the ring as quick as possible, and just hang it up.
2: He's but 60- not against the young
1: lads.
2: He's a 64 year old man. Like, yeah. let's, let's be real. He's fucking in his yeah. mid 60s. He looks good for his age. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know what he looks like under the fucking face paint. Face um, but, <laughs> yeah. but, you know physically, he doesn't seem too bad. Yeah, there's, no. There's been a few things that have happened in AEW with Sting, like I, I saw an interview with uh, Sammy Guevara the other day, or a clip there when he was talking about Sting was supposed to move out the way when he was lying on a table, and Sting didn't move out the way, and Sammy did his, like, sort of spin fucking, his, like, 360 thing and landed right on Yeah. Sting, and really yeah. sort of hurt him, I think. But, Banged him off. Yeah, yeah. Sting's tough, man, but like you it all it takes is for one sort of crazy... That's, that's wrestling. I mean, you could be 24 or 64 and all it takes is one thing to go wrong and you're fucked, you know? Yeah,
1: and that's, like, where the anxiety comes from with Sting because, you know, he is older. He has had a history of certain injuries that are pretty severe. And as you get older, your bones get a bit weaker and everything heals slower. So that's obviously a concern for people. I think it would be kind of abnormal not to be somewhat concerned about the wrestlers in general. But, you know, (laughs) some people will argue that it's their art and they can express that how they want and it's their risk to take and all of that, which is true, but people are still going to worry. But, yeah, Sting's had some concerning incidents in AEW. He's had some concerning incidents in WWE too. He had one, so I don't know. I'm glad he's going to be retired soon.
0: Don't don't get us wrong. We were thrilled that we got to see Sting wrestle another match, you know, in at Wembley. You know, oh, we were yeah. one. We were one of the seventy odd thousand. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was a it was 70-K. A, you know,
1: yeah.
0: Well, I don't I don't even remember what they called it now. I think the Met Police said it was seventy two at the end, didn't they?
1: Yeah, but it, it was didn't... yeah seventy two.
0: Yeah, so and some
1: change. But Tony Khan said like eighty one and eighty five paid so.
0: Can't always trust the Met police on these things. You know, I know Crystal doesn't trust the police, but <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it was great to see Sting wrestler match, but why? Oh, fucking, why? I know tag matches can hide things. Tag matches with Darby Allen do not hide things, they make them worse. You know, more weapons, more jumps, more table spots. Like, give the man a fucking rest.
1: Yep. Darby Allen's another one who gives me anxiety to watch in the ring because I feel like every match he does, he does a spot. That could kill him. And I'm not even exaggerating. Like every single match he does something that I'm like, why would you do that to yourself? So I get anxiety watching him, which then amplifies my anxiety watching Sting because he's involved in it. I don't think it hides things either. I think it does exacerbate the issue because you're not putting Sting in situations where there's no crazy high spots or crazy throwing someone or crazy tables, chairs, whatever. My ideal would be he's just in, you know, if he wants to be in tag matches, fine. But be in just normal tag matches, traditional tag matches, none of the crazy shit.
0: At, at this point, we'd like to remind everyone listening that Tony Khan said this is the safest wrestling company out there. So just so that's <laughs> tagged in.
2: He did. Um. Well, yeah. you, you see what happened to um Darby Allin recently where they've chucked him and his head is twanged on that bottom rope. Yep. So we yeah. saw, we've seen that a couple of times in wrestling, like over the years. There was one in WWE when someone slid under the rope and sort of like twanged their head. It's Enzo on them. wasn't it? Enzo, that's yeah. the it was yeah. Enzo. Enzo, yeah. And um, yeah. I mean those ropes Got cost, I think. Yeah, I mean they're they're like fucking. I know WWE use rope rope, but all the other companies use it's like metal lift cable. So it's like metal cable bro when we uh, were wrestling <laughs> in that ring in, in dagenham that yeah. was metal cables bro like when when you're when you're hitting those ropes like you can feel it on your back it is it's solid and to be hitting that sort of you know he could have snapped his
1: neck easy yep easy yep that's well, what we we'll so no. you
0: huh. well we didn't we didn't get hurt doing those doing those things so maybe we're safer than AEW
1: Dude, yeah. We're safer because we were, we were, we
2: were is... trained well. That's why, <laughs> because we were trained properly. Do you know? It's, do you know what's crazy? Right, a little tangent. Right, we, when we were trained, yeah. there's like fundamentals of wrestling that you get taught when you're even doing the simplest things, like running the ropes. So, yeah, when you're when you're running the ropes, you always hit the ropes with one arm over it, because then you yeah. can't you can't go in between the middle ropes. So you're always yeah. going to hit it under there. And you win it, Jay. Every yeah, time you hit yeah. the ropes, you hit it with one arm over it. So it's sort of, you're not going to slide in between. The amount of times in yeah. AEW, I'm seeing people running ropes, like with their arms together and sort of hitting Snoop it, style, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And it's like, fine. Yeah. You you don't want to, I, I don't understand why you wouldn't just like, I don't know who's training these people or whatever, or whether they've got a bit slap dash working there or whatnot. Something like that. Even if you're hitting the ropes too quick and your and your arms not over it, you will go through the ropes and you could bang yourself, give yourself concussions. You know, Mm -hmm. we talk about sort of CTE, and you talk about stuff like that. You know, even these little innocuous things that they're doing, if you're not sort of using or know the fundamentals of what you're doing, you're gonna hurt yourself all the time.
1: Yeah, and all of those little injuries and little things that bang your head up are you know, they could culminate something significantly worse like CTE. It's not just one little injury. It could be that's so right. much worse. So, yeah, I think wrestler safety is one of those things that's really important that isn't necessarily uh, followed too well over in AEW. Um, and, it, like, the thing is, right, wrestling, as people say, it's not ballet. you know, injuries are going to happen, but there are certain precautions that you should probably be taking that a lot of the wrestlers don't seem to take. And I do wonder what the source of that issue is, whether it's just the talent being lazy with it or if Tony sort of puts out more directives. Because remember a while ago now, not too long ago, but a while ago, there was that thing that came out about Tony Khan needing to approve certain moves and there was a whole list of them. That news came out and then we immediately saw a ton of other bad shit happen. Yeah, I think like-
2: it was like... Yeah, it was
1: like... Immediately after the Mox thing happened? Where he got concussed?
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: And he lost the title, didn't he? Yeah, that one. Yeah.
2: When he got dropped on his fucking head.
1: Twice.
2: Yeah, in the same match. The guy did it once and then was like, I don't think I hit him on his head hard enough. Let me just quickly do it again.
1: Yeah. Let me get my shit in. Let me get my shit in. Yeah. And Rick Knox was like, yeah, cool. That's fine. Do it again. Great idea. Idiot. He's the
2: worst.
0: Right? He's not... Well, we we'll, we'll, we'll get... might as well. We're on AEW referees now. Why not? Right.
2: So you, we we had one of the greatest referees on this show, Marty Elias, right? We had him. He, he, you know, he was referee, but Shawn Michaels used to ask for him specifically for certain things, right? Yeah. And he was Undertaker, Shawn Michaels referee in their classic WrestleMania match. We had yeah. him on the show and he was, bro, he what was he him. like? When we were talking about AEW referees.
0: He literally buried them. It was He hilarious. buried
2: every single one of them. He was like, they are not being trained correctly. They should be. No. You know, and they're not sort of keeping the talent safe because it was around that time, I think, when Matt Hardy cracked his head during a certain match and they just oh, yeah. and carried it on. Do you remember that?
0: Yes, and he yes. went. F- he went in on Aubrey, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely destroyed her. Like on you know, on this show, <laughs>
2: <laughs> it <literally> and was. <laughs> yeah,
0: he he was not forgiving of the the poor refereeing standards in AW. Which I think maybe a little bit of it has got better, a little bit. But I mean, we've still got you know Prancing Aubrey and all that nonsense going on. So
1: I mean, there are some res- referees there that are kind of just inoffensive, like they do yeah. an okay job and it's fine. Aubrey gets a lot of heat. And I think with Aubrey, a lot of it also just comes from the fact that she's so emotive and she kind of steals the spotlight. And I don't think referees should be doing that. I think the real problematic one, though, is Rick Knox. Because he is always, whenever there's an injury, he's always fucking involved. Like, every damn time. He was the one who did the Mox Ray Phoenix match. He was the one who was there when someone got completely knocked out and were just completely still in the ring. Is that the one they were dragging and him around the ring? They were
2: dragging him about. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I remember yes.
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rick Knox, he was the referee for that. There are several other things that Rick Knox has been involved in where people have gotten injured and he's just let the match carry on. Like, I think he's the one who really just needs to go because he's not good at his job. <laughs> um, and I'm not often an advocate for firing people. But in this case, you're putting people in danger. So
0: go away. Well, it's confusing. But- a lot of the money that they that Tony spends on these things, you know, for I don't know how long they had him in for, but I saw a match only recently on YouTube or something. Mike Kyoto was refereeing. Yeah. Why not? Why not hire him? Why not have him in full time? Or not I don't even full time, but yeah, like have Marty. Alive. Yeah. Call Marty, but whatever. Like call Jimmy Corderas. Like there's plenty of referees out there that have yeah, worked literally the big time. anyone yeah. else. Yeah. Pull a fan out
1: of the crowd. They might be better at it.
0: <laughs> that's that's the next one.
1: Yeah, just pick a random fan. They can be the referee for the day. It's good. They should just do that. It yeah. might actually be fruitful.
2: The 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 thing that Marty was telling us, and and it is well, I mean we we know this, like I say from from our training as well. The referee is the yeah. third person in the match, and they also need to be trained just like the the wrestlers do. There are yeah. Loads of like seminars that referees can go to with, with guys like Marty Elias, like you Mike Kiodas, um, you know, your Jimmy Corderases, you you guys that have been in that sort of big spotlight where they train these referees to sort of be that third wheel, but as yeah. you say, not be the, in the spotlight. Get, make sure you're not in the camera shots when certain things are happening. Um, you know, yeah. make sure that you're keeping an eye out for certain cues um certain things within the the talent um have a sort of an eye out if someone's sort of seeing stars or you know just basically you you're you are the next line of you're there in with them so if there is an injury you're right there you're you're the person that can act and they've got someone in their ear i mean can you imagine right can you imagine working and having tony khan in your ear like
1: you know
0: i mean i know people complain about having vince in their ear like Commentary tables and whatnot, but yeah, I can I can only imagine. I what can't imagine
1: Tiny like. Khan would be any more pleasant, honestly.
2: No, he, I mean, if he shrieks like he did when the Greeks <laughs> <you know> <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean? Only the shrieking, shrieking or the amount of times he uses the word "great" in sentences, it would just be <laughs> nightmarish. Someone buy that man please.
2: It's, it kills um, me. Uh, Jim Cornette don't like it either, does yeah. he? Different. He rings his bell. He did but i mean but jim cordell like <laughs> is fantastic but he made a great point as well that tony khan he he is living and we've said it on the show even before jim and we commented like fucking hell we've said this and now jim's saying it like he he doesn't he doesn't listen to the questions and he doesn't answer the questions when he's being no, asked he just goes about, off tangents yeah and he and he just sort of tries to justify, like he's asked about one thing and he's like, yeah, we're doing really great business. We're this, we're fantastic. We're great. We're this, we're that. And it's like, yeah, he's living in this, he is deluded. He is completely sort of in his own bubble um, of what he thinks AEW's doing. And he's, he's just yeah. justifying it to himself. And it's again, with the referees, with the talent, All he can see is what he wants to see and he doesn't see anything else.
1: I think that a big part of it is also that he's trying to be a charismatic promoter, but he lacks the charisma. He doesn't know how to promote in a way that makes him sound like a professional. So he's doing this like message board style of promoting his product, but that doesn't translate to most people. That's not, entertaining to most people in the way that you'd want it to be entertaining it just makes him look like a joke so it's just poor promotering skills really you he goes off in tangents yeah, and tries to spin things yeah well he They're goes redrecting. off in tangents and tries to spin spin things into a way that makes his products sound the best and that's what a promoter should do But he isn't good enough at the whole wordsmithery around it, where he can make it sound convincing and where he can say it concisely enough that it doesn't sound like he's just filling time. So I think he needs some training in that, among many other things, personally, but he won't
0: do it. You guys are making my job really easy today. Um, We're going to move on to something deluded. You mentioned deluded. Speaking of deluded how mm-hmm. about putting in how about putting in some cheers some piped in cheers for chris jericho good god
1: well yeah i tweeted about that one yesterday as well <laughs> um how fucking tone deaf it? like it's, i don't
0: know it's it's, it's it's mental that he's that they decided they're going to they're going to plow through and keep him on tv mm-hmm. I, sp- I do suppose they've got a, they've got a cruise jericho cruise to promote that's coming up you know this week, I did. I did ask Chris if he wanted to go, but he uh, not interested, are you, mate?
2: I, uh, mate, I, I don't, I don't, I do, and I don't want to get onto this subject, right? Because that we said that the, the fans were tone deaf of, 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 you know, whether the accusations of what has allegedly gone on are true or false, right? To sort of jump in and straight away like defend someone without knowing if it's true or false or or you know we we never said that we think he definitely did whatever has, has happened right but we didn't go yeah. in and straight away say that the alleged victim was a fucking liar is a liar and yeah, mental yeah. health issues she's done it everywhere she's worked and all XYZ it's like these people are fucking scumbags like and and not yeah. even the MJF good type like it is no fucking unbelievable the 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 complete lack of self-awareness that these people have and like you're saying with jericho he's got that same arrogance and that sort of lack of fucking empathy with anything just to kind of do what they're doing it's nuts
1: personally i think yeah there's a line you kind of have to walk where you don't want to immediately call someone guilty because that's not our job frankly that's not our job to say. Right, And you don't want to also call anyone a liar because we don't know. We don't know. So I think it's wrong to invalidate people. But I also think that while the entire situation's up in the air, it would be smart to have him off TV. It would be smart to not pipe in cheering from the crowd when you clearly have to cover up booze. It would be smart to do literally anything else. I think this whole tap, like, tiptoeing around the whole situation and pretending it's not happening is a bad move. I think that the way Tony Khan dressed it at the media scrum was abysmal, frankly. I think that the fact that he was wearing that stupid fucking wig and the sunnies while he was talking about sexual harassment in general, pretty much. Like, he was discussing it as a whole because no one named Chris Jericho directly because they didn't want to do that, which I get. The fact that he was dre- addressing something that serious in a stupid costume, to me speaks volumes. I think that's ridiculous. I don't know. It's just whenever I think he can't be more tone deaf, he gets more tone deaf. It's fascinating, really. I find it fascinating. <laughs> well, it was
0: the it was the PR guy who came and took the hat and uh, sunglasses off him, wasn't it? And he was he was from WWE, wasn't he? The PR guy, he left WWE because he was like, if someone that Billy knew, so he sort of spoke yeah. about it, yeah. Like, and he yeah. left.
1: Yeah, you but yeah. you're a 41 year old man. You shouldn't need a PR guy to tell you to take the fucking hat and sunglasses off while you're talking about sexual harassment. Mm. Like, yeah. that's ridiculous to me. I'm sorry. How many excuses can these people make for him? Well, he's a 40 year old man.
2: If if you, well, we, you know, we what we said on on the show following that was it was more telling what he wasn't saying than what he said. Because even, again, Jim Cornette touched on this. Basically, he didn't refute that any accusation was made by a talent. He He didn't say it didn't happen. He could quite easily come out and just say, if it didn't happen, he can come out and go, it didn't happen. For sure, it didn't happen. If it didn't happen, he could come out and go, that's absolute bollocks. It never happened. But people were saying, look, has they asked a specific question. Has Jericho ever been questioned about any sort of incidents like that? And he just went completely just left went around it. and went completely yeah. left about it. Even, you know, obviously he doesn't want to come out and go, yeah, we did speak to Jericho about that. But yeah. don't completely... But this is where he should have been briefed.
1: Dodge the question.
2: There's, it was it was almost certain someone was going to ask him about it. There should have been a brief to say, look, if they ask you about it, well, say, this.
0: For, say this. We're not going to ask yep. you about it.
2: You know, it's nuts, man. It's absolutely nuts. He, yep. he, he. By what he said, I am taking it the way I took it was that something has happened. So, something happened, and he's trying, like he does. Like he did with the whole elite thing, he's just not gonna. He's not gonna talk about it. He doesn't want to address it, and he did the same thing yep. with the elite.
1: Mm-hmm. I can't legally talk about that. All of that kind of response, yeah, that's one hundred percent what he'll do. It's a tricky one because with NDA's, there can sometimes be things where you cannot refute what the signee is saying, and I do have a little bit of knowledge around that, but yeah. essentially. Tony Khan always puts himself in a bad spot when he comes to answer these questions because, like you said, he would have known it was a guarantee that people were going to ask. I think the problem is in those media scrums, he feels safe to skirt around everything because no one in there will hold his feet to the fire like they should. I'm a big proponent of doing that. You think someone's fucking up repeatedly and they're dodging your questions? You persist. You keep going but people don't want to lose their access. You know, I get that to a certain point, but when it's something like this, I think that you kind of just need to uphold some journalistic integrity and ask the questions that need to be asked and make sure that they get answered. But I agree with you. Him not saying things spoke volumes. Him not outright refuting it, because you know Tony Khan is the first to always deflect things If someone's saying something bad, he will deflect it and he'll say something that's good and he will outright deny things and he will, you know, defend his product at all costs. And the fact that he did not defend Jericho here, yeah, I don't know. Weird, isn't it? Yeah. Where there's smoke, there's usually fire. And I would say here that there is some fire. But we'll wait and see what comes out, I suppose.
2: Well...
0: It'll be all right because Jericho will feel nothing but cheers and love on his own cruise. You sure you don't fancy it, Chris?
2: Mate, I don't, I, I don't think I want to be locked on a boat with the sex gods. Frank, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't think it's a work situation. <laughs> I'm I'm good. You know what I mean, I'm good. Good
1: call.
0: good call. So let's let's move on from that because you know it's it's not it's not the greatest like sort of. A, sort of conversation topic like let's move on to something a bit more fun
1: here we go with your royal rumble report brought to you by ICOPro. pro get it together with the integrated conditioning program ico pro you've gotta want it
0: Alyssa, who have you got for both rumbles
1: punk For the men's, because I don't think they'll have Cody win it twice in a row. I think Cody's been in the chamber. For the women's, I mean, to me, it seemed like they were always going to head towards Lynch and Rhea at the Rumble. I mean, at Mania. Becky, for the Rumble, for the women, I think. I don't know, though. The women's one I'm a lot more uncertain about. Um, And it also depends on certain surprises and whatnot, I guess, because who knows what they'll do there.
2: Chris, you got one? Yeah, I mean I don't know how many shows ago we spoke about who was winning the Rumble, but I chucked in someone that I thought might win the Rumble. Who was it that I said the other week? Because there's been a lot of chatter this week. But I said someone
0: on the men's or the women's?
2: The men's.
0: Ah see. I'm 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 with Alyssa. I think Punk's gonna win the men's, so
2: I I'm not I'm not sure. I think Punk might come close to winning, but I don't think he will win it.
0: All right, at this point, just have Jinder win it. Fuck.
2: It. Well, it pretty much
1: has to be Punk or Cody.
2: Yeah, it, I mean, that's my yeah. thing. It has to be yeah. one of the two.
1: The the stories for Mania seem to be pretty. I mean, there's the Rock of it all, and who knows what the fuck's going to happen there. And that just that's a whole spanner in the works that I don't really know. But
2: um, um, I think I said Logan Paul. I think I said Logan. Really? Paul. Yeah. Uh, I think. But he, oh, why?
1: He's got the US title.
2: I think he might. I think. He, he might want more. I think he might. They might give him a bit more. I think because he's he's just signed up now to do it full time, and I think yeah, that, you know, they they see him. And what what people sort of forget as well is like the endeavor are, are quite a big part of it now as well. Oh yeah. So they've got you know you've got your one and two and your three and your four. And two of them are WWE and two of them are Endeavour. And Endeavour sort of are quite big on the social media stuff. They sort of understand a bit more, maybe that that reach that Logan Paul's got. And I think that might be sort yeah. of a, a nice turn up. But again, Logan Paul, I think, will go. I don't know if he's even in the rumble, but um, you know, I'd like to see someone I think punk I think punk winning it, like it would be cool because I think everyone's sort of expecting it and mm-hmm. I, I mean everyone's expecting punk or cody so that's why yeah. i think i'm more hoping that it might be someone different but i think it, if you're going to look at it logically it's got to be punk really the women's rumble i, I
1: yeah.
2: think bailey i think i think possibly bailey's going to win it um, <laughs> i'm
0: with you there yeah. i'm with you
2: Because yeah. I, 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 that was think, the I thought think, i had i think sasha's coming back i think i think sasha i think there's going to be something happening in the rumble I think Sasha's gonna turn up at the rumble and maybe help Bailey out a little bit and it might be sort of them two, the last two.
1: I I've never been that big of a Mercedes Monet Sasha Banks fan, honestly. Because I mostly because I find her mic work really annoying. I think she has a very odd cadence. Mm. But anyway, if she goes back to WWE though, I will be happy. But mostly because it all annoyed the AEW fans who have been pandering for it for years at this point. Like
2: that'll make me happy. <laughs> and, and, but we've we've said for years on this show. Me personally, I stuck my neck out the whole time, and I said she is not going to AEW. There's no way. She might she might look stupid, yeah, but she ain't stupid, right? She ain't
1: stupid. <laughs> she
2: ain't stupid. She knows that where where she she's trying to look after her sort of image and her intellectual property and her worth as a as a wrestler. And I think she knows. That if she go if she ever went to AEW that she would get lost in it, she wants to be the star or one of the yeah. stars. And they don't have that yeah. infrastructure in AEW to give her that spot no. all the time. And it's gonna piss everybody off and upset the Apple car. And I I I yeah. don't think she's gonna go. I've said it from day one, there's no way. And all Sean Ross Sapp was certain she was gonna show up the other day. I'll fucking toss her. He was sure that she was going to show up, you know, and then he did a 360. Oh, no, I never said that. I
1: think, (laughs) yeah, I always thought it was very unlikely that she would show up in AEW, and I still think it is. I mean, if she did, I would be pretty surprised because from everything we've seen from Tony Khan, the way he books women, and the way he's even outright said that women don't draw he said women don't draw and that's why i don't book him as much he pretty much said that verbatim fucking um (laughs) he says these things and i'm like why on earth would you as a woman go over there if you want to be a star if you want to be a star and you are a woman you are insane to go over there because tony khan doesn't care this whole tony storm experiment right that'll wash away soon and then it'll go back to being nothing. Because Tony Khan does not care.
0: Well, as far as, far as we're aware, it's that whole to timeless that. Tony thing has been booked by Will Washington. It's nothing to do with Tony. Yeah. So... Oh,
1: yeah, it's nothing to do with Tony. And you can tell because he's never looked women like that ever. I just, I don't see why she would go there. I don't see a logical reason unless he offers her a ridiculous amount of money. It would have to be a lot of money. <laughs> so,
2: I mean, I think we're going to see
1: know. Naomi. I think she I mean, goes we're... back to Japan. Or she goes to WWE.
2: Yeah, I mean, even Japan, I think she realised that maybe they were... I mean, they gave her decent money and they gave her a sort of nice entrance. They they gave her more
0: than they gave Jericho.
2: Yeah, I mean...
1: yeah, I think that the hang-up with Japan might be because she got injured and she didn't get to maybe do everything she wanted to do. I think that that's why, for me... I think that if she doesn't just go straight to WWE, she'll do a little bit more in Japan first, get everything done that she wanted to do, because it got cut short. And if she's always wanted to do that, like she said, if I were her and I always wanted to do that, I would go back to Japan first and then go to WWE. With it being WrestleMania season and whatnot, if you want to be featured on that card, you have a limited time. So you either wait until next year and you spend a year in Japan or you just go straight to WWE. It really just depends, I guess, but that could be a hang up for her was what i was thinking
2: i I think like you say the timing is a factor and i think that it yeah. it's and wwe whoever's working in there and talking to these guys will say look you if you want to do this and you want us to do this and that and we want to push that you have to come now it has to it's now yeah. or, you know like you say no, Trinity, another yeah year. yeah because yeah. I think Naomi's going back and to see them both turn up in the Rumble would be nuts.
1: It would be, wouldn't it?
0: I mean, you've also yeah. got to think about legacy sort of stuff. You know, if it is the right time. It is the perfect time to jump in now. Rumble, you know, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania. Nobody is yeah. looking at it and going, oh, I can't wait to, you know, work at Double or Nothing. Like, it's think... Way up, Double or Nothing, WrestleMania, no. whatever, whatever else they're putting on, you know, it doesn't, doesn't work. is
1: always gonna be the big thing. It's yeah. not Absolutely. I don't think even AEW even has a pay-per-view that's comparable because honestly to me it's like AEW can be entirely skipped when it comes to pay-per-views because if you're into that side of things, Wrestle Kingdom is it. Yeah. It's WrestleMania, which is like way above and then Wrestle Kingdom if you're into that. AEW doesn't really have that. It doesn't have that grandiosity. To me, all of the pay per views recently have felt the same. I mean, of course, with Double or Nothing, you get the special set design with the casino-ish stuff. But it's kind of just – it's the same stage, really. It's the same everything. It's just different pitches to me. So, I don't I know. Think
2: what his idea is to make it a big show is to put 16 fucking matches on the card. That's yeah,
1: big show. Big, big tiring show. fucking slog of a show, yeah.
2: Right. A Everyone's going to be passing out, falling
1: asleep. So long. I understand you want to give people value for money, but personally, I'll pay that much money for a card that's just good. I don't need 16 fucking matches that are going to make me fall asleep. Yeah. Just give me, that's what I like about Triple H, what he's doing. Give me five or six matches on a card. Make them all decent, or at least make most of them, Mm -hmm. like a big story that's been leading up to it, and you can have like one or two that are kind of just like, whatever. Give me a smaller card. And if I think the card's worth it, I will pay for it. I do not want to sit down for five hours watching wrestling. I'm sorry, I don't. I just don't. My one exception for that was like WrestleMania. Now it's two nights, so they don't really go that long.
0: I mean, Why? you're right.
1: Why do we need to have 15 matches on a card?
0: There's two things I want to add. One, yes, you know, I I'm. I would happily watch five hours of wrestling, but I'd like to be able to change what show I'm watching. It doesn't... You know, well, yeah, that's I, yeah.
1: actually fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> i will watch Five Hours of Wrestling, but I don't want it to all just be AEW. I don't want it to be the same pay-per-view. That gets firing to me. Yeah. Um, especially since with AEW a lot of the time, like it's, it's the whole thing where you kill the main event in the first match. You do blood in the first match, and then it decreases its meaning throughout the entire show until you get to the main event, in which case you've already seen everything the main event guys are going to do. So what's the point of watching? They don't save anything. They don't know how to pace themselves. I think that the pacing of those shows is really rough to watch. Like I review every show. I check up a Twitter review, except I didn't do it for the End* because I couldn't be bothered. But <laughs> <laughs> I've been reviewing every show, and I check up a Twitter review. And there's always a point in my review where I'm just—I get so lazy with it because I just don't fucking care anymore. You burnt me out. And then that lasts for, like, four matches. It's too long. Mm. It's too
0: long. I stayed up and watched yeah. I was up all night with World's End and the fucking media scrum, and I, I kind of wish... I mean, I'm glad I didn't pay for it, but I also wish that, you know, Tony could pay me money to watch it.
2: You, was like, yeah. wounded. It, it you were wounded like that, after that. I, I was struggling, yeah. He was fucked. He, it really took it out of him. Like, you know, it's... The, the pacing is an issue. But again, that's yeah. because... It, it's not booked correctly. The way that the cards are set out, they're not sort of... It, the structure is awful because he's he's not a booker. He's a matchmaker. And yeah. a million people have said it. And a million people yeah. are going to keep saying it. And he still ain't going to yeah. listen. So it it really don't matter. Another thing quickly about um Sasha Banks. Do you think that... I, I mean, I personally think that she may... Have thought seriously about going to AEW at one point, and then CM Punk left and went back to WWE. And I think that would have massively affected her decision to go back.
1: I think that anyone who was considering signing with them around that time where they watched the whole punk thing unfold, I think, you know, there were probably a few people who gained some question marks about it. Yeah. And I think she was probably one of them. I think she probably had some question marks about it after that whole thing and after she saw how Punk got treated when he got to WWE. Like, he's been treated like a star. There's been no residual bullshit. Like, it's just been it's been good. So I think if I'm Mercedes at this point, I'm probably, uh, if I was ever considering doing AW, I would probably switch that up now. Maybe she wants to try something new.
2: Don't know, mate. If she turns up at that Royal Rumble, I'm cracking open my Sasha Banks figure that is sealed and it's got a little ring in there that says boss on it. And I'm telling you, Jamie, you think I'm joking, bruv. I'm cracking it open. I'm putting that ring on and I'm, you know, trust me, mate. I'm going all in. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. I'm just going to have like a really ego-filled Twitter, you know, party about it, you know. I'm just going to be like, yeah. Well, all you AUW fans, you idiots.
2: (laughs) Mate, that is going to be like a red rag to a ball. You are going to be completely surrounded by neckbeards. You will drown in neckbeards.
1: I'll be all right. I'm used to it. They're all all (laughs) over my shit constantly. They're just really incessant people. They just keep going.
0: Oh, it's it's amazing how little their life sort of like are outside of the house. Oh, it's yeah. all. It's all Twitter, X. You know, I'm sure Instagram of the Facebook groups or something else. Chris loves to send like tag me in for some reason.
2: I tag like, you constantly. I do yeah. that to wind you up because I know you love it as well. And it's like I've got to. It, it the thing with me is the reason why I do it is because if I'm the only one to see it, it drives me nuts. Because I think yeah. I'm going mad. But if
1: someone else is sharing the misery, then it's kind of funny. I've got
2: to. I've got to. Because it's like, I am not going to be the only fucker that sees this fucking horse shit. JB, yeah. tagging you straight away, mate. Have you seen this shit? What
1: in the fucking <laughs> God's name is this? Uh, and some, I'm not some too of it heavily is... incorporated in the Facebook wrestling groups, but I've seen a few gems here and there, and it's been hilarious. Exactly. i can
2: tag you in them if you want i'll screenshot them and just add them to your twitter I'll have to do that like look All at right, this yeah, i'll check this out do it. honestly yeah you'll get bored of it at some <laughs> point or well, you might not it's just it these oh, people not? I, I love
1: stupid people they're hilarious oh,
2: but it's almost like it's almost unbelievable the takes they're almost unbelievable yeah. it's like are they trying to parody themselves? It's almost, but then you think, no, these people are legit. Like they're real. Like
1: yeah, wow. they actually <laughs> think these things. Yeah, yeah it's, it's nice. pretty shocking, hey. Like you account- you were occasionally account- encounter someone where you're just like, I can't believe you're even a real person who exists. Mm-hmm. How do you have these opinions?
2: Absolutely. Why?
1: Why are you like this? Were yeah, you say in a laugh? Like. There uh, is some really nonsensical
2: things. Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe he's creating these little sort of lackeys in a, in a lab.
1: Well, some he is very obsessed them. with bots. Maybe he is creating bots.
0: We almost didn't want to ask, but we can imagine that your, your DMs are something
1: outrageous.
0: Wild. Yeah. Look at that face. <laughs> mm. I think we got it.
1: My DMs are a mess. <laughs> oh, An so... absolute travesty. I get the occasional hate-filled DM, which they're always fun. I usually reply, because I just like to wind these people up more. But a lot of them are just, you know, hitting on me. And uh, the members of the IWC can be rather um, gross.
0: <laughs> not creative,
2: no. Yeah.
1: Not creative, very, very not good.
2: I mean, There I'm was a while of...
1: where I had my DM shut off. Like, now I just find it funny. Like, there was that period of time where I... Because I only really started using Twitter properly, like, December 2022. Like, I've had my account since 2020, but then I forgot I even created it. I logged back on finally in, like, December 2022. So it's been just over a year, and I went through a period of time where I was really, like, just jaded by it. I was like, this shit is so just stupid. So that was when I sort of just shut off DMs altogether. But now I see the funny side, you know? Now I'm just like, yeah, whatever, cool, let's do it, you know? Let's just wind this shit up as much as possible.
2: Yeah, imagine you on your phone just like, oh, another person wants a picture of me feet. Okay, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's going to be, you could probably make a few quid. Like.
1: And I probably could, you know? I probably could and if, if my, like, self-respect ever goes down enough to me.
2: I'll tell you what, just send me the a IWC. picture of mine on JB's feet. Cool. We'll
1: take a picture of our feet. And you can just send Cool, them cool. Yeah, I'll just send that. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see more. what happens there. We'll take uh, a do, cut. You, do you we'll know take... how many
0: times I've told him we're not doing OnlyFans and he just keeps broaching these sub this subject of keeps feet and stuff. Yeah, like
2: I will push it create your you... own. Yeah, I, I might do that actually, because <laughs> I'm I'm working on J B to try and get that OnlyFans up, but he's not broken. Yeah. yeah. But we did say we'd never be on TikTok, and he loves TikTok.
0: Oh, stop it. Yeah. No, I fell for that one, didn't I? Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: You love it. I went through a TikTok, <laughs> TikTok phase. Oh, TikTok whore. He is a TikTok I went through whore, a little TikTok phase, but I just, I can't do it. It's like, I like watching long-form videos and stuff. TikTok's just like my scrolling, and it's like such a short attention span thing. I, I, I can't do it. it. Brings out something in me that I just don't like. <laughs>
2: I like the so cooking I things on, on there, on TikTok. I end up just sort of going on there and seeing people doing these little recipes and, like, just yeah. making stuff. Pretty cool. Yeah. Corey B is a good one. Shout out to Corey B. He's good.
1: I've seen it's a Corey few B. of the um, disturbing ones that have come up, like the ones where they, like, uh, do really disturbing things to food. <laughs> I
2: like, Where are you
1: going? 20, 20, yeah, we, we're, we're listening. chefs we're... on TikTok, right? <laughs> who <laughs> do terrible things to the things they make and they just they like really overly sexualize it so sometimes on youtube i'll watch like people making fun of them i'll, I'll send you those videos later it's quite have um, seen a couple of them
2: i think i've seen a couple of them they, they do one called called donut
1: donut donut. yeah and he like makes desserts and he like does really weird shit like when he's got dough he always like makes it look like an ass and then he smells it and then he just he does a bunch of really weird shit anyway um i like watching people make fun of those people yeah there's one so where that's the, about it my tiktok experience
2: there's the one where people are cutting the chicken and they open it put oil on it and then slap it and shit like that and then yeah, yeah. shit like that You just, just you disturbing see them the like why the, are you molesting no. your food
0: I haven't seen this. <laughs> but I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna send you. So, oh, gonna thanks. Send you some thanks. I'll send you some shit. Yeah, but it's.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll send you guys some more shit as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah. thank That's you. Crazy. You're welcome. Online, <laughs> online
2: is wild, though. Like online is wild. It's, it's sort of there's two different worlds of, of, of X or Twitter because you know we've found some quite good friends on X and Twitter in the wrestling community. Um, you yeah. know, you um terrible wrestling takes, your good cop, bad cop, you know, a few guys on There's there. some
0: amazing people out there, really. There
2: they're really are some and yourself as well. You know, there are some amazing people in this sort of community. Like um, just a quick one as well. Shout out to Matt. We actually agree on something. Um oh, I saw that, yeah. We usually disagree, but we also agree that D D is amazing. Uh so shout out to Matty because we rarely agree and he doesn't like it when we're right does he no nah. hates it gets his goat up but i love him we love him he, he, you know it's like that that banter that we have with with these guys and we've had them on the show we've been on their show uh, actually they've not come on our show yet have they we've been on theirs no they've been
0: they've been dodging us so fair enough they've been enough, ducking yeah. they've yeah. been
2: fucking ducking and diving and weaving <laughs> um yeah i mean we've had terrible takes on Um, You know, we we have met some really nice guys, but there are some absolute fucking... I don't know, do people say Bogan in Australia anymore? Is that like a thing? Or is that New Zealand?
1: Bogan is the thing, but it's not really an insult. Like, Bogan is just someone who's like a super australian and using all the slang, and they're kind of just in the lower denominator of the population, but it's not really used as an insult.
2: Like, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I suppose Yeah, I
1: think yeah well unless... cunt isn't really used as an insult here either unless <laughs> it depends what you put in front of the word cunt. Like if I say you're a dumb cunt, that's that's an insult. But if I say, yeah. you know, you're a sick cunt, that's that's good, you know. So it's Also
2: just if we call depends. someone a soppy cunt as well, so like, oh, I soppy cunt, That you know, we say that in England it's like you're being overly emotional about something, but yeah. you're all right in our book sort of thing, you know? Yeah, It can be used as a term of endearment and we do try. Yeah, it can be used
1: as a term of endearment. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah.
2: But um, horrible cunts on Twitter. There are plenty yep. of them. There are just some completely people that are completely devoid of any sort of self-awareness or...
0: They're all hanging out in Alyssa's DMs.
2: Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, All it's... of them, yeah. We, we've, we've spoken to someone who we're hoping to get on at some point. Who has yep. had AEW people in their DMs, and yeah, we're 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 just sort of trying to set something up at the moment. But you know, it it's there are some right creepy people online, and it's it's weird that a lot of them are sort of wrestling fans. Um, <laughs> <they> sort <laughs> of <laughs> just fucking yeah, weird fuckers.
1: Um, it is a rather large percentage, isn't it? Like it's very. It's very enlightening. What about wrestling? Is it that makes weirdos? Nice. That, is, that mean, is a
0: question that I don't think we have enough time for.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think so either. But you know, I think it's part just, two might have to cover wonder. that. One. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one to ponder. Wrestling fans are a
2: weird demographic, though, man. You've got, you know, there's a wide array of people, but there is a very small, nichey, cool sort of core fans like ourselves. Um, but yep. in general, it's sort of like you know we we have Billy Barty on quite regularly, and he's like become like a, a mate of ours sort of thing. And he doesn't sugarcoat it. And what he said on his last time he was on is like, let's be honest, like a lot of wrestling fans are really fucking stupid. Like he just outright said it. He goes, a lot of wrestling fans are pretty stupid, and they to a point think it's real. And yeah, I don't know if I can sort of disagree with him on that i think a lot of people are that sort of they know it's not real but they don't want to believe it's not real so they sort of it's that it's still real to me damn it sort of meme sort of markishness weird
1: yeah no it is weird there are a lot of really deluded wrestling fans who think like they know it's not real but they defend it as though it's a real thing yeah And it's just, it's very, it's very strange. It's a, the whole wrestling community is just very, very fascinating and very, very strange. It's a good case study on paradoxes of the way people think and the way people handle their emotions. And it's probably a good percentage of people who should be in therapy. If anyone ever wants to do a study on, like, how much of the population wants to, like, should be doing therapy, you probably just go to the IWC and just watch the behavior and you can get a pretty good percentage out of that. You know, just an idea. Well, yeah. Just go to one of
2: those AEW groups on Facebook, mate. Fucking filled that Honestly, it's <laughs> fucking wild, dude. Like
0: it, It's an absolute I mean, cesspit in there. It's well.
2: completely wild. Like re- wrestling is like a, a good allegory for sort of politics in a way, because the way yeah. I look at politics is like all of them are, are mates. So, you've got your political class who go to the same clubs, eat at the same restaurants, go to the same schools. Their kids go to the same schools, you know, like they are yeah. a sort of class among themselves. So they all know each other. They're quite pally-pally. They're all mates. They go out for dinner and all that. And then you watch on the TV and they're opposite sides and they're like shouting at each other, you know, seeing this and that. Oh, you know, this honourable gentleman said this and all rah, rah, rah. And it, they, it's kind of like pretending to hate each other and it's similar with wrestling and you know people in general think that politics and politicians sort of don't like each other if they're on opposing parties but a lot of the time they're sort of quite friendly to each other and it's the same with wrestling like people sort of want to believe that you know they hate each other and all that stuff because you've got to suspend your disbelief to a point um yeah but when when you're like you say when you're online sort of defending like tony khan is probably the worst as well the fact that he went online
0: sorry eddie kingston's the worst
2: i don't yeah
0: (laughs) sorry eddie Eddie kingston came out and saying is saying that people shouldn't be bashing other companies and this that and the other but he's the fucking worst one for it he can't stop mentioning that place over there up north connecticut new york whatever you want to call it yeah he's the one that you know do as we say not as we do sort of thing like i'm not i'm not here for that that sort of nonsense. Like.
1: I, I think that any wrestler who is bashing tribalism and whatnot really has no place to be doing so because Tony Khan was the one who went out there saying that this is a real war, yada yada yada. He is the number one proponent of tribalism. The dude can't shut the fuck up. Mm. So then, when the wrestlers who work there are saying, "Just enjoy your wrestling," cough cough, Dustin Rhodes.
2: Um, I was going to say about Dustin, I can't believe he's fucking stooged up as well. Makes me sad. Makes me want to put my gold dust wig away and never wear it again.
1: (laughs) Just like, shut up. Just don't say anything. Just let the fans do what they're going to do because they're going to do it regardless. It doesn't matter what you say. You're not going to change the entire culture of the IWC with a tweet. Well, this
0: this is what I was sort of i was i was gonna tweet it but i thought i better not because i'm sure it'll just it'll just like annoy the, the hell out of me with notifications but if people want to hate watch something let them hate watch it's a hobby
1: exactly it's let like watching watch game shows i hate why I don't are really you like trying to question shows? people's motives to, for watching things why do let, you care let people oh, watch what they want
2: dude did you um i don't know this is a specific question for jb actually did you watch the new Gladiators, bro? There was I
0: saw the last few minutes, man. I didn't see any of the actual gladiators or anything like that. But Mate, no, I I just saw like the last bit.
2: It was fucking cool, man. Like listen, I don't know if you did you have like Australian gladiators? No. It was do you know of the game show though, Gladiators? Yes. Yeah, you're yes. aware of it, right? Obviously. So in the 90s. Well, our
0: very own Nick Aldis was a gladiator, wasn't he?
2: Nick Oldis was, was, he was, he was, I've actually got his figure. I'm going to, I'm going to show it. you. No, bruv, I'm not even joking. Hold up, man. Oh. Fuck's
0: sake. Oh, <laughs> man. Like, this me... guy collects <laughs> toys like a madman, but. Right.
2: He it. A million, <laughs> dog, damn it, right? So
0: Where did you even find this?
2: I found it at my, shout out to um, my friend Dan, who actually has a retro toy shop, right? Look at the fucking state of that. Look at him. Fucking amazing. Look at that. Are you a gladiator? Well, I mean, that. he's very he's pale. Red. Great. Yeah. He's a fucking specimen of a man, right? Anyway, when he was Magnus in TNA, he was a a lot buffer and he looked a lot, he looked a lot buffer. I mean, that figure looks nothing like him at all. And you, but but anyway, you paid for it. Uh I think I paid like a fiver for it or something like that.
0: You got so you got robbed.
2: Bro, that is a fucking bargain right there, dude. With with the gladiators in the 90s when we were growing up it was sort of like, re- it was like hot. It was like really fucking on TV, Saturday night, everyone you know, the family would gather around and we'd watch the gladiators and it was very much like wrestling because you had the good mm. guys and the bad guys. You had the sort and of... You
0: mean they were the, coked up and on fucking HGH?
2: Oh yeah, and they were all having like fucking orgies apparently. That's what Ulrika Johnson said. They were all like smashing the life out of oh. each other backstage.
0: Jesus um,
2: Christ. But honestly, as you was, do. honestly, mate, Fashionu was involved as well, but you know, it was sort of very much like wrestling. Yeah. You know, you had your your good guys, your bad guys and that and I was watching it with my missus the other day, like we we got in and it had already, like finished or whatever, but I saw people online talking, oh, did you watch Gladiators? It was really cool. It was like the old stuff. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We got back. We put it on sort of, you know, you can watch on demand or whatever. So Mm -hmm. we put it on and it was like a couple of the guys actually trying to sort of do that sort of promo, healy sort of stuff, you know, but it was a bit tame. It wasn't. You have to
0: fucking watch it now, innit?
2: No, honestly, dude, there's this one I guy, on I... legend, right? And he was fantastic. There's another guy called Giant or whatever. I think he's called Giant. Or, yeah, there's Legend. Not who's... Paul White, is it? No, it's not Paul White, man. It's not It's a big that. show. But it was very sort of like, you know, they were trying to be a bit Healy and that. The guy, Legend, was fantastic. He was sort of, you know, they said, oh, what do you reckon did the contender do well? It was like, no, it was rubbish. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was sort of, you know, oh, this guy's trash and they're trying to, like, throw each other and get in each other's that. It was sort of like your really bad sort of weekend wrestling show where the kids are all there with the foam fingers and stuff. You know, that sort of, that sort of wrestling show where the heels are just really bad. But they were trying. Um, so I just thought to mention it on the show because it was very much like that sort of wrestling atmosphere you got the good guys the bad guys you're cheering you're booing so it's definitely worth a watch but i'll give it you know i'll give it another watch next week um but i didn't know if you'd seen it jordan because (laughs) no
0: but you telling me that people are healing it up on the show makes me actually want to go and watch it so it was great fuck you
2: (laughs) i'll tell you who's on it though do you know who's hosting it bradley walsh and his son
0: Oh for fuck's sake. Yeah, and I you did know see that, that. Yeah.
2: They've got yeah. an ex premiership referee doing it as well. Yeah, as the, you know, yeah, the, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he always, Scott wanted Scott to be, he
0: always wanted to be famous anyway, so like he's, he's yeah. got it. He's he he was essentially Aubrey.
2: He is Aubrey. It, yeah, that's like, exactly, that's what exactly what I was gonna it, say. Yeah. So they've got a referee which is like Aubrey, basically. So it's definitely Good. worth watching. Well, translates. Um <laughs> I'll tell you what you could do, Alyssa though. If you get um if you get our uh VPN, yeah, oh, right. If you get I do home, have a you, get, VPN. you do have one, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, so well. you could, yeah. all right. I mean, so you could get Surfshark, they're a great VPN. Um, if you use yeah. the, the promo code Grapple, click our link in the description, use our promo code Grapple, you can get 83% off and three free months. But if you're mm-hmm. already hooked up, all good. Um, yeah. just pretend you're in Bognor um, in the UK, or like you know, wherever Walford or whatever, all right. Right? and then you can just go on BBC iPlayer and you can watch Gladiators and see what we're talking. I about. too
1: can be part of this viewing experience. You can Absolutely.
2: be part of this. Yeah. You can, you can right, see cool. the Legend. Well, it's, it's, I'll check it out. It's guys and gals in spandex. <laughs> so you're a wrestling fan. You'll love you'll love Gladiators, yeah. mate. If you're a wrestling fan, you'll yeah. love it. Don't worry about so, it. So, all Bye. right. Before we let you go, <laughs> Alyssa,
0: right. we we thank you for your time, but before we let you go um i know other people have mentioned a podcast is that something that you're looking to start
1: eventually i will yeah. i get asked about it like every other day eventually i will when i have a little bit more time on my hands when i've got more freedom from my child um, <laughs> uh yeah i will do it eventually i don't know when i don't have a timeline but i will eventually do it
0: you see i'm we're quite lucky i mean at this point of the evening or the night my kids are hopefully asleep i'm not 100 certain but <laughs> almost yeah. certain that they're asleep
2: until so you hear some stamping behind you and you're like okay still yeah exactly
0: up.
1: yeah yeah see my problem is that once my kid's in bed i go to the gym and then I usually like to play Xbox afterwards. I don't know that I want to sacrifice my Xbox time at this stage. So fair enough. I think I'll uh, wait until he's in daycare a little bit more.
0: Although to be fair, if you started a podcast, it just could just be you be reading your DMs. Oh God! <laughs> I'm sure the I'm sure content. people would listen. Yeah.
2: Content man. The content. You know I mean? Content.
1: I think people would pay to listen to me talk about anything, frankly. Like, and for me to give that for free. I think people would just listen to me talk because everyone likes the Australian accent. I don't get it, but people love it. So yeah, I reckon I could just talk about anything. I could just read my DMs. That's a great idea.
2: Australian is it... accent's just a rubbish English accent, though, isn't
1: it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, <you> know, Chris,
2: <laughs> I'm only fucking playing. Pretty much, you know, it's only better. Uh, no, we, we we love we love the Aussies, and we've been um, fairly high in the. We're Australian British
1: convicts. <laughs> that is
0: that is the old tale, isn't it? The, the
1: yeah, British convicts, we're British convicts. Yeah. We're just, we're just, you know, bad British people, really. (laughs) We would steal brooms and shit (laughs) and get shipped off
2: over here. (laughs) Now, now you've just got to deal with big fucking spiders and shit, man.
1: I know. Spiders trying to kill us, buddy koalas and all sorts of things, snakes. Snipes. I uh, Jesus I live pretty high up though, so I don't really get um any of the spiders or anything like that. But um, whenever I'm walking anywhere that's got like bushes and stuff, I'm always on high alert looking for any spiders because I'm like legit arachnophobic. Like if I even see a spider, I have to get in the shower and like clean myself because I get all itchy and paranoid. Wow. So I'm really not made for Australia, and also I don't like the heat. So I just don't belong here, frankly.
2: <laughs> right, I hate the fucking cold. It is absolutely freezing in England right now. It is. It's just cold. It's horrible. Um, it's nice right. here today. How? What is it there it's, today? Um, or is it was oh, it's cold. Oh, it's not.
1: That's that's why. Um, uh it's twenty-two degrees and it's raining. So nice. So it's it's nice. There's a nice breeze. I think we're settled on about
0: minus one, aren't we? Yeah,
2: it's gonna snow
1: tomorrow.
0: <laughs> I see yeah, I don't mind it. Too. I think it's so, I think it's great. Like I'm I'm fine with the cold, like you know, too much heat is no good for me. But...
1: I don't know how I would do in snow. I've still never actually seen snow. Which is funny because I've been like in New York in December and it just the, the year I was there at that time when it should have snowed, it just didn't. So I could just drive like five hours away and there's actually snow in Australia but I can't be bothered is that so... like
2: up a mountain or something
1: yeah we have the snowy mountains um in my state and it does snow there in the winter yeah so maybe one day I'll go there and I'll see snow here but I don't know
2: <laughs> snow's snows, cool man I mean I've already said like when if it snows here I've already roped my partner into making an igloo in the garden <laughs> like it's happening
1: that does sound fun. That does sound it's,
2: fun. It's cool, man. Just get like an ice cream tub or like a, you know, one of those plastic things that people put in the sink for the when you're doing like the dishes or whatever, like a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. dish bowl. Fill that up yeah. with snow, pack it, and then tip it up and you've got your bricks. So you can make sort of nice little igloos. It does work.
1: You can make quite the igloo, yeah. <laughs> so it's a good good idea. idea.
2: I'm looking forward to it I might,
1: I might do that. <laughs> Let you know how it goes.
2: Yeah, no, please do. Yeah. My,
0: my main takeaway is that Chris doesn't have a dishwasher, but you know I have m- got a dishwasher,
2: but I still <laughs> manually use wash. It. So, what well, you can't put everything in the dishwasher, surely, you fucking heathen,
1: surely <laughs> not. I have a dishwasher and I don't use it. Um, oh man, I am the dishwasher. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'll, yeah. I, I don't, don't
1: use, use it. it. It's filled with uh, bags. It's filled with paper and plastic bags. It's become a storage unit, really. <laughs> wow. It's just turned off so my child doesn't, like, turn it on and then all the bags get wet. So, yeah, it's good. <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> so, again, as we do on this show, we've gone from wrestling to OnlyFans to gladiators and now to dishwashers, which is yep. probably... Uh, you know the weirdest tangent we've been on. I don't know. Maybe not the weirdest, but
1: it's up there. Probably It's quite not. the evolution. Yeah. <laughs> wrestling fans aren't exactly known for their cleanliness, so I think it's quite the evolution. Well, I was going to ask wrestling-
0: you, like, what's what's it going to be like in in um, elimination chamber? Are you expecting like that sort of? I mean, the O two wasn't great, was it, Chris? Let's be honest.
1: No, nah, it weren't. Mate. The O two
0: had a bit of a smell to it.
1: Ropy. I'm not yeah. expecting good things. Although it's an open air arena, so a stadium, oh, I mean. So yeah. I mean, hopefully that gets rid of the smell.
0: Well Wembley was okay yeah. because it just sort of like it went up into the air, didn't
2: it?
1: It just went up. I'm hoping that happens at Opposite Stadium then. Pray for me.
2: <laughs> yeah, we will, mate. Don't worry. I I play Magic the Gathering and that um Magic the Gathering um sort of clientele is known for sort of being similar to wrestling fans in that sort of
1: yeah
2: arena yeah
1: <laughs> so. oh god
0: magic the fucking yeah, gathering. Yeah. what the fuck man
2: what do you mean what the <laughs> fuck mate magic I've got literally I've got cards next to me but <laughs> okay. literally okay. I'm an I think board. I'm
1: gonna go to a smaller Australian like indie wrestling show um in just your... to
0: just for the band, yeah just mm-hmm. to report it
1: yeah I'm a little concerned about the smell because it's gonna be in a very small venue. And uh, indoors. So, I'm a bit worried, but we'll see.
2: <laughs> when's, that, when's that in I June? I figure if I get say? drunk
1: enough. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I figure if I get drunk enough, I might just not be able to smell anything.
2: Mate, it's going to be fucking hot in June, right?
1: No, winter here. Winter here.
2: Oh, shit, really? Oh, there. yeah. Oh, cool, shit. Yeah,
1: yeah nice. summer here now. Yeah, winter in the middle of the year. Sorry, my back is killing me. you
0: should should try those like the wrestling shows over here in like june july august that are in the really small venues with no air con like it is grim
1: yeah
2: that's bad it's exactly that
1: (laughs) yeah see this elimination chamber pay-per-view part of the reason i'm worried about it is because it's in summer and it's in western australia which is like the hottest part of australia so it's definitely going to be like i don't know i would reckon probably like 35 degrees maybe if I were to guess, so it's going to be hot, and there's going to be smelly people everywhere. Fuck. So I'm Good not, luck, I'm luck. not that excited about that.
0: <laughs> is it a long, is it a long trek for you to get from there?
1: Ah, uh, it's like a five hour flight. Um, yeah, five hours on a plane is not that bad though. But yeah, five hours over to WA. I don't know why they're having it there, frankly. Most of the population lives on the east coast, not the west coast. But anyway, whatever. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I did hear that, that the Western Australia is more sparsely populated than the other side. There's a lot more people over there. Yeah.
1: yeah, everyone's on the East Coast. Not many people are in Western Australia. So, yeah, I don't quite understand why they're really doing it there. But it is what it is, staying over in WA. And then I'm also going to The Undertaker's um, like talk show thing oh, that he does. Oh, the dead man. Yeah, nice, nice. And I've got a meet and greet with him. Oh, so I'm okay. Yeah. Like really excited for that. That'll be nice. But yeah, it's be a, a good time. Are you a collector of wrestling memorabilia, like figures? Not and stuff really. Like I've got a few, not... few things. Um, I do have a few things, but I don't, I don't necessarily collect too much. And it's not because I don't want to, but it's because whenever I buy like something, my child always manages to get into it and open it. So I kind of just want to wait and buy things as he gets older that I want because I want a few belts. I know that I want a few belts, like replica belts.
2: Is so. Undertaker is Undertaker signing shit at this thing, or is it literally just a meet and greet sort of? Hello, how you doing? Can we take a picture? He's sometime?
1: signing. He's signing stuff, but you're not allowed to bring anything in. So. I did have oh. something that I wanted to bring in to get signed, but you're not allowed to. No outside items. It's stuff that they've got there that they're signing. So I oh, get it, get it. Yeah. Uh that's sort Bit of such, man. One.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's um Yeah. But I suppose, you know, still gonna be cool to meet the man.
1: Oh, it'll be so cool. Yeah. I mean, like I grew up terrified of him and as I grew older and stuff, I learnt to respect him and I enjoyed his work and everything like that. So it's gonna be very special for me to actually meet him I'm kind of not completely
2: marked out you'll have to tell him <laughs> that um, Daniel Bryan's trying to take over his role as like locker room leader stroke locker judge. room leader <laughs> you know he's, court. he's got his own wrestling sport
1: yeah I yeah. will <laughs> like, what the hell are you going to do something about this day yeah, yeah
2: please do it come on sort it out <laughs>
1: right.
0: right Alyssa thank you so much for joining us Tonight, today, this morning. However, it however it is for any one of us. Um, if you want to find Alyssa on Twitter, it what was the name? Is it is it? But why Alyssa?
1: But why Alyssa? Yes.
0: (laughs) But why Alyssa on Twitter X? You can find her. You can find her. I mean, like I said, like most of the stuff we tweet is pretty similar. Like we have, yeah. You know, we seem to be on the line with that sort of thing. I mean, Chris, is there anything you want to add? before we bounce
2: no it's just um thanks for joining us and uh it's always nice to have a new face on the show and uh i'm sure you'll probably pop on again if you've not started your own podcast we'll be happy to sort of have you on again um yeah i'll
1: totally come on again
2: we we didn't have like a sort of end of year awards or anything bro this year I, well, I don't no know we, we, we didn't we didn't
0: of... do the end of year but what we would actually you know would, would be quite interesting is Alyssa's experience from elimination chamber and meeting the yeah. dead man obviously like that could all be something yeah. really cool to talk about after after late February. I think that's a I mean if you've got the time we've got the Yeah. We've got the recording space.
2: That's right. I mean we will definitely be watching the show. It'll be on the network, right? It's going to be I believe of, so, yeah. You know, it'll be on there so we will definitely watch it. it. Might be nice to do sort of like a yeah, a review after
1: the fact. Be great. Sounds good. Sounds perfect.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you again for coming on. We really appreciate you giving up your time today.
1: Thank you for having me on. It was nice to talk to you guys.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much, Alyssa. Take care. We'll see you soon.
1: You too. Bye.
0: So there you have it. Thank you so much to Alyssa for jumping on with us today. That was I mean, that went all over the place, didn't it?
1: Yeah.
2: I'm just I'm just glad I've got another couple of people to watch Gladiators.
0: (laughs) I don't know where to go from there
2: dude they had like some of the old games they had fucking hang tough you know on the rings the I'll, I'll check it out i'll check it, promise it out check it's it out. fucking yeah it was good man it's good
0: thank you to everyone that's been watching listening you know doing all that good stuff if you are watching of course hit the subscribe button hit like whatever even throw us a comment throw, throw us a nice comment we're getting a lot of shitty ones lately to do with older videos like you know Poor Billy gets a pounding in these, but
2: honestly, mate, I I feel because it is yeah, it's Billy's getting fucking hammered in the comments on on YouTube. So yeah, um, yeah, please comment like something nice, like you know, you like my beard or you like Jordan's hat or something, or please, yeah, <laughs> yeah it would be nice if <laughs>
0: okay. if you're listening, give us one of those Meltzer 5 stars on Apple or if you're on Spotify, like if you're on Podbean, follow. Who knows?
2: Podbean, Spotify, Deezer, Castbox, yeah. you know, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the lot. Get These on guys there. Know it. Give us a little like, touch the bell on YouTube as well because we're still gaining followers on YouTube. Did you see how many minutes was watched last month, dude? We're no. um, we're doing doing all right. Hey, a little, that's uh, fucking yeah, sweet. Check the metrics. So we're we're doing all right, and we thank every single person for every single minute that they spent watching us. It's fantastic. We really
0: do. We. You know, appreciate each and every one of you. We appreciate the Australians more at the minute, of course, because we are still hanging on in the middle of their charts. Why wouldn't we? Why um, right. we also thank Surfshark for sponsoring this video. Eighty-three percent off in three free months if you click the link in our description using the code Grapple. That's some good shit right there. If you need a VPN, we're the people to hook you up.
2: Absolutely. If you if you're anywhere around the world. And you want to watch gladiators on BBC iPlayer? All you got to do (laughs) is just go on, go on your Surfshark VPN. Type in the location in the UK. Could be Walford. Could be is Walford a real place? It's not, is it? No,
0: it's not. No, it's
2: not a real place. (laughs) So don't type in (laughs) Walford, else you won't get. You'll probably get Watford. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) type in somewhere in the UK, and you can watch any uk-based streaming service and get what we get so you can watch gladiators on bbc you can watch whatever you want please do that surf mate, shop
0: this this show is also brought to you by ico pro you gotta want it
2: um mate i tell you what there is no wellness policy on gladiators let me tell you that <laughs> there's a couple of ripped breaders on there yeah there's a few tonk Men on there, yeah. Few
0: wellness violations on there. Proper. Oh, there?
2: There's a few wellness Geniuses. violations. Someone else is pissing in their pot. <laughs> you say that.
0: You know. I mean, what else can we say apart from? Actually, no. There is one more thing to say, and you know it. Please join us next week as well, because next week we will have a hell of a guest on. It's something we have been working on, and. It looks like it's about to come to fruition. So, yeah, if you've got the time, you're not going to want to miss next week's show. We have got an absolute banger for you.
2: It is, and... it's, it's something. It is something quite amazing. The yeah. the guest that we've got on, it is, it's different, but also is something that I think is going to really sort of bring smiles to people's faces. People, you know, it, it, there'll be a, a range of emotions. It's going to be an emotional one i think this this next coming episode that we've got so please stay tuned like subscribe you will get a notification whenever an episode drops yeah we're we're quite looking forward to this next episode if we can absolutely we've we've got it penciled in haven't we so we're 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 looking forward to that
0: so with that we say thank you very much we love you guys for checking us out and sticking with us i am jb the man sitting next to me the best chris in all of wrestling podcasts gladiators number one fan mr Trust chris we say for now take care everyone me chris and oblivion we'll see you next time
1: yes. hey i go pro you gotta want it